Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by, you guessed it, Patreon and people like you. There's an old man. He just killed a beholder right in front of you guys. He's just acting like nonchalant. We've got a T-Rex breakdancing. Are, are we uh, out of combat? Yeah, combat is, has stopped at the moment, unless you're trying to attack this dude. Um, the T-Rex is currently in the midst of doing the wave with its tiny little arms. <laughs> As it finishes its dancing, it slows down possible? the wave. It's got teeny arms. It can do it. It tries. <laughs> it's like it's tiny <laughs> little versions yeah, he didn't of say the he was doing I just well. cast a fireball, so I wouldn't I imagine <laughs> I try, but I'm just like moving one arm up and then the other arm up and then that one down and then the other one down. <laughs> I'm failing miserably at it. I slowly stop, come to my senses, and I exit polymorph. Oh, so you shrink back down into your yeah. half-elven form. I draw paste on bear. I'm just like sleeping in the spot for a second. <laughs> just, just... Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you don't intend to take a nap, and yeah. you like snap your head up because you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. how long was I out? Yeah, just a little narcolepsy. See, will peer out from behind the pillar or whatever I was. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sir. Uh, who are you? Leaning on the now fully extended like walking stick staff again with that kind of hunch, and he looks like a pretty like generically human old man. He is wearing what is described as like a blue cloak sort of robe. It has a couple what Beatrice can't really see from this distance is um, what some people up close can see is like little patches of things on it. And he has little tiny spectacles that are right at the edge of his nose, and the frames on them are pink. But other than that, he's fairly nondescript. And he just looks over uh, in your general direction past the statue, and he goes, Um, who am I talking to? I don't see you. And he's looking up into like the rafters <laughs> of, the, of the room. It's the statue. I put at the statue at the end of the room. Uh, he just like whittles his staff in your in your direction, and he goes... Now, I've been around here long enough to understand that that statue doesn't talk. Because if it did, it would have replied to me many, many years ago. <laughs> Where did you come from? You just, like, fell out of the sky. Oh, you know, you just pick up on a couple of things. There's many ways that one could, you know, bamf from here to there and all around. Can Are you th- teach me how to do that? That would be super awesome. Uh, how would you rate your arcane abilities on a scale of 4 to 17? I think Bear probably just spends way too long, like, thinking about this, and other people probably, like, chime in and conversation continues while I'm just, like, thinking really, really hard about it. The will walk closer to him uh, and say, uh, well, if you were so proficient, uh, sir, why did you not step in uh, and aid us earlier? Oh, well, you know... This creature here, it's been on its last legs for many years, and I could, I could never really truly have the heart to uh, you know, finish it off, so I've just been kind of avoiding it, but since you guys were all you know, doing the business, I feel like it would have been more personal uh, from its perspective if I was the one you know, to, to kill it. So I just you know, came in right at the end. Insight check. <laughs> Go for it. Bear just goes four out of the, like, totally out of the blue. <laughs> Six. Seems totally honest. Gosh. Like in a in a babbling sort of like you you think about the what he's saying and you're thinking like his brain is probably moving faster than his mouth to the point where I don't even know if he could conceive a lie. And then at you saying four, he just uh, kind of looks in your direction from his hunch and he goes, 
Yeah, that was about my estimation. I probably cannot teach you much of anything. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, I think Avalon's going to walk up and just go, What's your name, kind sir? Oh, my name is Heinrich. Heinrich. A pleasure. Great. Mm, mm. Pleasure to meet you, large dinosaur man. No longer a dinosaur. Avalon. And I reach out my hand to shake. Uh, you're, you're essentially reaching over the carcass of the boulder. I'll walk. I'll walk like... around and I'll okay. go and shake sure, his hand. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, he'll reach out like a little feeble hand and he'll shake it. Oh, nice to meet you, my dear Heinrich. How long have you been here? <laughs> well, that's um, hard to say. Many, many years, more than I could count. Well, then, how did you get here? Do you recall that? Uh, another great question. Yo, you, this is this is higher than a level four type person. If you ask. <laughs> I would give him at least, and he thinks for a moment, and he just kind of taps his staff, leans on it, at least a seven. Wow, impressive. Well, we are fellow travelers in this um, mountain. We seem to have trapped ourselves in a labyrinth of sorts. We were wondering if you maybe perhaps knew of any routes we could take to help us get out of here. I reckon you haven't found any given the amount of time you spent here. Oh, no, I absolutely know how to get out, but it's the being here that's more interesting, which is why I stay. How so? Well, there's plenty of things to look at, and I mean, there's a, technically speaking, a finite amount of things to find, but if you just are really bad at finding things, it takes way longer. So, you know, you do a little exploring, there's no reason to leave. What have you found here? What's your most impressive thing you found here? Um, most impressive thing? And you just kind of, uh taps the staff and he again he like twirls the end of his graying small beard and he goes to point the the walking stick like off in a general direction and goes to open his mouth and he goes oh no no probably no and then he points and goes, no no well there was the wild but that's perhaps it's a bit of a loaded question my apologies it really depends on what you find interesting it's a that's a you know very subjective question. Fair point. Everything is all about perspective, right? Exactly. You seem like a very wise man with a lot of experience. Would you mind accompanying us in our travels through this dungeon, perhaps helping us find things which you as a person with your experience probably have proficient skills in? I that would be absolutely excellent. It's it's infrequent that I get visitors. Um, so I, I, I think that would be fantastic. And, um, what is it that you all find interesting? What are you looking for? A way to save the people we care about. At least for me. Oh, that's inc uh, incredibly noble, lofty, very undefined. Incredibly, um, we don't know what's here. <laughs> so, trying to be as vague as possible. I'm trying to go right there, and I like point through the ground, like downwards. Actually, I guess so it's, it's on my level now, right? So. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good point to note that bear your tug that slight little thread is. If you're looking from the middle of the room up at the statue, your tug is about northwest. It's up and off to your left, but on the same floor. Beatrice is essentially the opposite. It's on the same Ooh. floor, but it's back like southeast. Lovely. Slightly. Uh, Heinrich. Well, uh, just say, um, I, I suppose the the question roots deeper in that. Why did you come here? Well, a friend of ours told us that there were secrets being kept here that would help us in our endeavors. 
Moldenkainen. Perhaps you've heard of him. Uh, you say that, and um, Heinrich just is looking at you blankly, and then his eyes just kind of dart to the other ones to see if there's any indication of like, sh- should I should I know who that is? You don't need to know who that is. Just a just oh, okay. just a friend of ours. I, I really don't. <laughs> a fellow a fellow powerful man such as yourself. A friend of ours. He's powerful. Uh, would you? How would you rate him on a scale of thirty-two to forty-nine? Probably a forty-seven. That's that's incredible. So, like on a scale of eighteen to twenty-eight, he's probably at least like a twenty-six. Correct. Maybe even a twenty-five. I'd say twenty-five at that scale. I I mean, I'm even maybe a twenty-five. So that's that's high. I'm going about your rating system, not mine. That's what I gauge it at. Is- is this gentleman a human? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. How how old is he, do you think? Yeah. Pretty fucking old. Like, old as fucking dirt? Yeah. <laughs> old as fucking dirt and took out a fucking beholder in one fell swoop. I swear. I mean, we, we were, he was basically finished off. Either way. Oh, well, if you're looking for, like, you know, undefined fantastic magic... Yeah. There's plenty of that sealed away in all different kinds of little alcoves in here. Um, there's also like a uh, like another section off that way, and he passes. He points a finger like past the statue. There's lots of uh, all kinds of knowledge over there, but um, I don't tend to venture there. It's it's um, it's guarded. Buy more of these things, and I point to the beholder. Uh, you point to it, and his hand just reaches out and just like slaps the fleshy hide of it, which you can now notice is not—it's not consistently colored. There's no like seams, but there are bits of like stalks that don't quite seem like they fit, and like patches of the skin that are like kind of bulging out, and it—it's just all—it looks kind of mismatchy. It just looks very weird. And he goes, "Oh no, this is." One of a kind. Wouldn't dare find another one of these in all the realms. Was this like a, a friend of yours? I wouldn't. I mean, friend is a very particular um, point of phrasing. Do friends typically... I've been out of the game a long time. Do they typically try to kill you on sight? Yeah. I mean, from the friends I've had. Bear, bear. No. Then, no. What? I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> you're not you're not friends unless you've thrown a few punches and, you know, tried to kill each other every once in a while. I really hope you don't do that to me one day. I just smile at her. I, I mean, you maybe have fair in the previous fights. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, I would say we were great friends. On, on that point, though, is there anyone else down here that is a, a sentient, smart educated being like yourself or like me or anyone the point of your he kind of leans back the point of your questioning would dare to imply that this lovely creature was not smart educated or intelligent i just did you have conversations with him i mean could it read i don't think it could read i am not judgmental enough to wager whether it could or could not yeah i can't read what's that supposed to mean you can too bear (laughs) all right but i'm not good at it bit (laughs) so by my standard there's plenty okay what if you were judging it by the standard of mm, things that don't try to kill you 
uh, there would be a distinct lack of those. Okay, how many do you think there would be? Just you? I'm not trying to kill you. Well, that's good to know. Why? Uh, Why aren't you trying to kill us? (laughs) Insight check. (laughs) (laughs) Are you insight checking B right now? (laughs) Oh my god. The the man who said, I'm not trying to kill you. Well, I mean, it, it comes down to the to the fact that, you know, sometimes yeah. you get bored with your friends and you need new ones. And I don't get them often, so when you're here, you know, we can do a little exchange. I'm not saying that I wouldn't kill you. I'm, I also am out on a limb here. You could kill me. The thought crossed my mind. Could we? See? Point proven. I'm, like, just, like, my mouth is on the fucking, like, my jaw's on the ground. I'm just, like, flabbergasted by the whole situation going on. Hey, when you came in here... Did you go through, like, a weird dream sequence? And, like, there was, like, you know, weird black tentacles everywhere, and you were, like, reliving a hundred years ago? If we want to get incredibly philosophical, and his eyes just go wide, and he looks up, and his arms outstretched with a staff. <laughs> oh, my, God. my life before this place could have been seen as a dream, yes. I just, like, hand on my face, just, like, rubbing my temples. <laughs> Do you remember... Why you came in here in the first place? Uh, lowers his hand, stomps the staff on the ground. Absolutely not. And kind of, honestly, it's kind of my favorite part. Because one, one of these days I could find one of these very interesting things that I'm looking for. And I can immediately go, oh my god, this is what I've been looking here for the whole, whole time. Hindsight tends to be twenty twenty. Well, that's why I have these. And he, he, he looks at his lenses. <laughs> Maybe the cool things you're looking for is in the other part that you haven't been to. Well, eventually when I get... Uh, Courageous enough, stupid enough, or, you know, curious enough, I'll, maybe I'll find it. Those are my three middle names. You should come with us and we'll go check out the new rooms. Is I mean, as long as I'm firmly in the back of the pack, you can go ahead and do whatever you like. I'll just, I'll just watch. A firm party ought to give you more security in facing these new rooms. Uh, that would be excellent. Yeah. Tell me, Heinrich, does the name Strahd von Zarovich... Ring a bell for you? Uh, I would say it rings a bell. Um, although discordant and slightly irregular. How so? Well, if you imagine my brain and specifically my memory banks as a, as a choir of bells, there are some that are much more polished and upkept. Uh, imagine like, uh, you know, if we're talking in a musical sense, like the, the C. That's my breathing, writing, all those kinds of things. Like right smack dab in the middle. Very, very important. Strad von Zarovich is probably a bell, very, very high pitched, gross. I don't re- never use it. You know, I really don't understand. No, I don't know who that is. No. All right, we don't need to pry further. <laughs> I want to. Ins- I'm an insight. <laughs> I I think I'm just yeah, like Avon's sure. ready to move on and check out some rooms. <laughs> 10 he seems he seems like he might he either is not being a fourth writer with information or he's quite literally just confusing himself i feel like selena's life has always been filled with adults like this that are like always like i don't really know what's going on but we're just gonna roll with it there and i'm just like (laughs) oh Uh, okay Would you say that you know a lot of things on like a scale of like six to seven? <laughs> on a scale of six to seven, I would say on knowing things, I'm a solid seven. That's a lot. 
I saw that. We, six. we know somebody who's like almost the exact opposite of this guy, right? He like knows nothing and is just like a crazy man. Like this crazy man. They don't look similar at all, no. do they? <laughs> no. This guy doesn't look like We don't, we, yeah, the question was asked, we don't recognize him at all. No. Can I get a reminder on what doors are in this room right now that we can go through? Yes, so you're in the middle of a large, uh, kind of slightly rectangular uh, room. It's almost a square. And uh, if there was a line uh, bisecting straight down the middle of it, there is an open arch hallway that goes to the right and the left. Uh, Where the two balconies were, there is uh, right underneath of one along the wall. There's a closed double doors, and under the broken away balcony that you guys came from, same position on the wall underneath of it is an open doorway. One eighty back away from the statue is two staircases that go up, um, back up to the second floor of which there's a balcony that traces the whole edge of the wall, and then on your level, right on that same wall, right smack dab in the middle, is another set of double doors. That one. That's where we're going. Um, I see a ball looking around, and I'm like, that's where my gut tells me to go. Before I do that, I was just gonna say I want to look at the statue mm-hmm. and see if I can see since we're down on the floor if I can see who it is. Uh, roll an investigation check. It's you, B. Or like a history check, I guess. Either is fine. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> oh. It's a it's a robed figure. Is it a human? can't see its face it's got a hood up is it muscular or thin uh i mean it's fairly unrevealing figure underneath the cloak <laughs> but the pose was two hands together it has, right? yeah like what's a, is like it, a, it, it was anything hand, in his hands it's hands like, like outstretched like it's in the middle of an incantation something. like it's yeah casting gosh freaking dang it man if we follow like the statue's line of sight is it just like go to nothing over to the wall like where the balcony is i guess it's not Elden yeah pretty, pretty much <laughs> I know, doesn't it kind of like feel like that? Well, we're going to go exploring. You seem like you're into that. How about you explore some new rooms with us? I'm, I'm all for it. There may be some rooms that if you, you know, approach the edge, I might say, oh, I'm going to wait out here. That's you know. What about that one? And I point towards the double door behind the statue. Have you been through that door before? You're talking about the, the one that the statue is looking at, essentially, like underneath the balcony with the two stairs. The one where he feels the closest to where he feels that. Tug. So this is actually in the opposite direction. If the room is like this and the statue is at the top of it, the door that's between the two staircases is mm-hmm. the opposite end of the room. Bear's tug is basically slightly behind the statue and off to the oh. one side. This would be more similar to Bee's tug, but even hers is way off to the side. This is like straight okay. down. Is Bee's in the other direction? But she didn't really mention hers. Yeah, you haven't talked about it. Bear's only mentioned his so we can follow Bear's. And we gotta start somewhere, yeah. Have you been through that door before? And I'll point at the one that Bear's Tug is going towards. Yeah, so that's not a door, it's just an open archway. Like a hallway. Then that hallway. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that leads to many uh, rooms. On a scale from E to Pi, how interesting is that hallway? (laughs) Um, I would say, in relation to the hallway on the opposite side, this is solidly magenta mm. whereas the other one mm. is probably more akin to and he just kind of pauses for a moment and squints his eyes that way it is then and, <laughs> and then i'll just start walking yeah so you start walking off towards the edge and you 
uh, get to the point where it's like, yeah, this arch hallway is basically carved out of the wall. And it, too, is lined with amber. And light and things are kind of reflecting off of it. And I want everybody, as you approach this arch hallway, uh, to make a perception check. Um, Heinrich is traveling slightly behind you guys. 22. 15. 14. 11. Avalon, you would notice that as you go into this arched hallway, which rises about at a, like at the top of its arch about 20 feet or so. It's a little, it's, you know, it's a little closed then. Um, you notice that there are reflections up on the roof of it that look like the, the five mm-hmm. of you, including Heinrich. But as you are walking and you see your party walking, the reflections aren't of you guys walking. It's not a perfect mirror. In fact, the five people that are in the reflections on the arch are you guys looking at the real use. Like the reflections are looking down, kind of. I mean, they're looking up, but at you. <laughs> and they're basically going like uh, waving their hands to get your attention and look like they're shouting, but there's no noise. Heinrich, what do you make of that? And I'll point up. Uh, Heinrich looks up and uh, just kind of peers his eyes around and goes, Oh, I totally normal. Just some weird, probably arcane illusiony stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it too much. And he I, just keeps keeps walking. I they seem concerned. I wave at mine. Oh, I I mean they absolutely should be concerned. This place is very dangerous. <laughs> Do we see one of him up there also? Yeah, and he's also waving and like mm-hmm. I, I'm like motioning to my reflection. Like I can't hear you. I can't. I can't hear you. Um, your reflection uh, waving and like shouting starts to like pound its feet and it walks over to like where the wall of the reflection is and it just starts like slamming <laughs> its fist into the wall and it's like it's like raging yelling. I'll do that too. I'll go to where he's punching and I'm start I'm start punching my wall. Okay, nothing happens really. It's, I mean, it's you're not breaking through. It's hard, smooth amber. I shrug at him. Sorry. Maybe we should not go this way. I feel like we should go this way. Just, just saying. Bear, why do you want to go this way? I just, I just, I, I, you know, I just got a feeling. I'm like, look me in the eyes right now. Why do you want to go this way? I'm kind of not. I'm kind of like looking around and like avoiding eye contact. I uh, just, you know, and I just, I want to. I feel like this is the right way. I Come on, let's go. Bear. How high is the ceiling from me? At its peak, it's about 20 feet. I'm going to cast detect magic. You detect magic. And there's an interesting sense that you get that, you know, the bubble that emanates out from you in that like 30 foot range, it basically hits the amber uh, sheen on all the walls of this arch. Yeah. And you feel like you detect your own magic. It like it bounces off. It doesn't go past the edge of the amber. Was it a similar sensation to when we were trapped in that one room with the puzzle box? With the castle? Yeah. Yeah, that room also was lined with amber walls. Interesting. I relay this to the group. As we're paused here for a second, I'm going to just grab Bear's arm and cast Cure Wounds at level one. Okay. Because we haven't sat down. <laughs> 11 points. True. Oh, wow. On yeah. the level one? Yeah. Wow. The distinct warmth in your palm. The warmth of the of the cure wounds, and then the remaining familiar warmth of something like right in the middle of those muscles there. Oh, and then you know, after a couple minutes, it fades. B, your palms are really sweaty. 
I'm I'm sorry. There's just I just I just cast a fireball, okay? <laughs> oh, that makes sense. It's like wiping my palms. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this way, huh? And I'm kind of just da 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 leading the group. Uh, you break through that archway, which is only about like 25, 30 feet long from the separation from the main room, and you get out into another hallway that is essentially the same shape as the one that you, when you exited the castle, crumbled castle room, that hallway, that long hallway. It's basically the same, just one floor down. And it's a slightly different configuration in that at the end of it, uh, like if you're entering it uh, on the left, all the way at the end on that wall, the skinny wall, is a thin door. And then the wall that you're opposite from, starting from left to right, would be a uh, five-foot uh, alcove. It looks like stairs going up. And then you can see pretty directly in front of you is a, is a left door, some space, and then a right door. And then continuing downward uh, is another door on that same wall. And then the thin end of the, hall, of the end of the hallway on the right is another door. I'm just going to kind of... Only- other sorry the only other signifying feature is uh the wall that is like connected to the arch they're coming out of right so if you like went in 180 that wall is has all of these little uh uh like alcoves they're basically uh, elongated cutouts in the wall that make little tiny shelves and there's about 16 of them that line the entire length like surrounding the door arch or just like on the same wall as the door arch, but going in a line the whole way across. They're all at the same level, too. And they're just shells. It's just a straight line of them. Yeah, they're little in, uh, alcoves in the wall that make, like, a tiny shelf. Is there anything, like, on them? On them? <laughs> yeah. Roll a perception check. Do we all roll that? Too. Yeah. Yeah, anybody who's checking that out? Right? Natural. Nat- no, that's a four. JK. Oh. That <laughs> one. Uh, 15 total. 23. 18. Okay. I can't see him. Sorry, Adam. What did you you roll the natural one, right? Yeah. I'm like yeah, you're distracted to... because as you are approaching closer to where this is tugging you, that thread feels like it is getting uh, an increased thickness on it. Oh. Like like more rings of the rope are basically being strung along as you get closer, and the pull is is stronger. I'm just gonna start walking off. Uh, the rest of you would notice that in the little alcoves, not all of them, because some of them are broken away, little statues, but there are cats, frogs, birds, specifically like hawks and owls, rats, ravens, snakes, toads, weasels, like little tiny animal statues just in each of the little alcoves. Like a different type for a different alcove? Or is it just like whatever? It's just like mix and match random ones. Yeah, it's one per alcove, but oh. they don't seem to be in a particular order. And some of them are are broken and or missing. And there's like multiples of like the cow one. There's like a bunch of cows or whatever. Uh, there is only one. You don't see a repeating one. Mm. Each one is unique. Correct. Of the ones that are there. I'll yeah. touch one. Like, I'll just put my hand up against one. Nothing no. happens? Doesn't do anything. Cool. No. All right. I've fallen. Do these seem to be magical? Am I still casting detect magic? It's a con. Yeah. 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 Unless you dropped nah, it. From I don't think yeah. I dropped it. Yeah. Tell me, ODM, if there's yeah. anything funky going on with these walls. Uh, the same thing happens with all the amber lined things. Um, it bounces off, but the statues themselves don't seem to emanate a magical essence. Are the amber lined things the like the the walls and the floor and the ceiling? Do we still see our reflections being funky in those? No, it was just in the archway. Okay. 
once you pass through the archway, your reflection on the ceiling and stuff seemed normal again. It was a perfect mirror reflection. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sussy, but okay. Um, Adam, more specifically, your that tugging feeling is bringing you to um, not the door on the end of the hall, but the one on that the long back wall at the very end. So off to your right, that closed door there. Yeah, and if the party turns around from the alcoves, I'm already like down the hallway about to make the turn down there. <laughs> yeah, and as you're walking there, Heinrich is is looking at like is like a couple paces behind you and he's walking and he's just kind of looking at the rest of the party. Just kind of like following you but being like, uh <laughs> are we okay with this? Are we good with this? This is something he does. <laughs> wait, bear wait. I will run to catch up. Alright now let's go. <laughs> <laughs> He's an eager adventurer. I'll say that. Uh, I, I mean, I'm all for eager, but, uh, I, you know, there's a lot of things in here that you might not want to deal with, you know, might not want to touch and mess with and do, and do stuff with. So, you know, I mean, maybe you don't want to go off on your own or, or just go doing random well, things, especially for a, for a level four. Listen, you let us know at any point if things get hasty or if you see something or feel something that is outside of our forte. Okay. Oh, I mean, if that was the case, it would be just all the time. Just constant, constant me just going, oh, there's the thing over there. There's the whole thing. Do you it's know? Given our level, the- let's bump ourselves up a little bit and set a threshold for what is dangerous for us and what is not. <laughs> During this conversation, you guys hear, <laughs> as I open oh up the God door. Like, right there. <laughs> I want to ask him what the deal with the animals are. <laughs> you still can't. <laughs> I told you we'd get to the details later. Well, that time is now. This mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play D&D podcast run by five Twitch streamers gone rogue, prepared to bring you lovable characters, meaningful narrative, and more laughs than you signed up for, but it can't exist on its own. Puns and Potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on Patreon. From perks such as getting ad-free episodes, early access, exclusive merch, and personal shoutouts, you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash potions. That's puns, A-N-D, potions. For just one singular dollar a month, you can keep this fantasy alive. Now, to our other sponsors. For us at Puns and Potions, community is a big part of what we wish to represent, and one friend and community member I want to throw at you today is Astral Dice. Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I used to roll, and that's the truth. They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes, because like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games, and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it, and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time. Now back to the puns. Uh, yeah, you, you push open the door. And you find that uh, this room is, uh, it's kind of like a cross 
Um, but it doesn't have like one long end. It's basically just like a plus sign, sort of. And you open it up, and and the walls and ceiling and stuff you can tell in here are amber lined. But the thing that's different is that you, as you open the door, you can see that the flooring in here is no longer amber. Um, it is a black marble. And in the veins of the marble, you get like a silvery inlay of all the, you know, that weird like pattern that marble naturally has. And from the doorway, there is a there are three distinct veins in the marble that are not silver. They're in fact red. And they're poking out towards each end of the plus sign room. And Heinrich goes, I, I'm still making the adjustments on uh, the danger level of your group because I really haven't seen a whole lot going on. Uh, but this is probably, I would, I would imagine, something that's outside of, your, uh, outside of what you want to be doing right now. Who is probably tailing along with Bear closely other than Heinrich? <laughs> B. B. Because okay. I'm a good friend. I'm probably. Thank you, B. I'm observing everything. So I'm going to have Beatrice roll a perception check. Because it's a narrow door, Bear's blocking most of it, so it might be hard to gain all of the information. Nine. Um, you don't notice anything distinct about this particular thing so I, I will say you can see that there are the alcoves right and the little blood veins going somewhere blood um, veins. well they're red they look like they're like trails of blood but they are definitely in the stone uh, i would say you could see that there's definitely something in each alcove but the distinct shape of it you're not quite sure bear however full glance into the room can see that in each of the alcoves is a large um uncarven kind of rough stone and that stone uh each one is emanating a very very soft orange light they are big 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 old blocks of amber in each one and as you open the door that thread that kind of turned into a string that kind of turned into like a rope you basically feel it just like ring really hard on your chest and it becomes like a chain essentially is what it feels like now, it's not pulling you. It's not, like, dragging you. It's just the sense of longing. So you still are completely in control of your motor functions. But it's basically going into the room and off to your left. Bear's never really in oh, control. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, what was that last sentence you said? Or it's, it's pulling, pulling you into the room and to the left alcove. So there's basically a left alcove, a straight alcove, and a right alcove. And there, the, like, unfinished rock... Slash amber mm -hmm. stuff is in the alcove or in the center or in each alcove is one block. Yeah, I'll go to the left alcove. Uh, you take a step past the threshold onto the black marble, mm -hmm. and you start hearing chat like chattering, like waves of whispers. Huh? It's basically a bunch of voices that don't make any distinct words yet, but it's like you're passing into a field of just like thoughts that are just passing by your mind i just start like shush in the air hey shh shh quiet i just keep walking uh heinrich is leaning slightly in because beatrice i'm imagining is right outside the doorway still and goes this is absolutely the part where, where you would intervene if you did not want to be messing with something that you cannot handle there stop oh. what do you, do you do stop? I turn around and I'm looking at you and I say what? And then I, I but I look like I'm still like <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't say something in the next two seconds that pulls me off of this, I'm going to the Selco. This is this is a bad idea. I don't know. 
what you saw in your dream, but this is bad. I, f- I feel like I really want to go see what this is. I think I'd chime in in the back. Bear, don't you think the dark magic in this place has some hold on you right now? Do you think any of this gut feeling may perchance be something involving where we are right now and the the things this place does to us? Can I make a Valen roll a persuasion roll? <laughs> sure, go for it. <laughs> That's a persuasion, 19. Damn. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you roll a wisdom save. Fourteen. From all the murmuring and chattering and voices and things that you're unfamiliar with, but some of them are like kind of fleeting memory voices. You're not quite sure who they are. You get one that just slightly breaks the surface of the waves of noise, and it just says, "Burn." Bear. You, you can see it in my face like I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm about to run to this alcove <laughs> at least let one of us go in first I'm gonna take a step in Please. towards Bear it's okay. you take a step in and you start hearing the murmurs from where I am I'm just gonna I'm gonna just peek I'm gonna look in the alcove what do I see in the alcove <laughs> uh, I mean you make a make a history check I still got detect magic going, right? What? I would say it's probably less than 10 minutes. I somehow got an 18? You see incredibly crude version. Smaller, rougher, much more raw, undefined, but similar fashioned amber block to um, one of the passages of of Strahd's historical tome when he was in a chamber. And he touched one. Yo, don't touch that. Do I remember what happened to him when he touched it? <laughs> yes, you very much remember. Bear, bear, can you can you hear this too? Come on, let's get let's get out of here. I'm gonna try and grab Bear and like grab his forearm and try and like pull him out. Are you resisting? I'm not like going against her, but I'm also not like just walking with her, right? I'm just like standing in place, so Sure. I guess sort of. It's up to you. I'm gonna make it Tough on you, Holly. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, can I, like, I'm gonna, can I, like, insight check Bear to, like... Sure. To, like, just, like, I just want to, like, look at him. See if I can read his, the expression on his eyes. Okay, good, it better be good. 15? Bear, I'm gonna have you make another wisdom save. As B is trying to convince you. Uh, six. Uh, the voice returns in a harder intensity as it breaks above the surface and it crests a little bit higher than before. Smolder and alight the red flame. But you hear Beatrice and she is aware that something is happening. Oh gosh. Oh, um, I, Adam is so torn. I know, I, I know. Also, it's, wor- it's worth noting Beatrice is in the room and can also hear this. I can hear that voice? You just heard that bit. You didn't hear the first part. I you think, heard that bit. Okay. My eyes go wide and I grab Bear's other hand to like make him and try and turn him to make him face me. And I just look in his eyes and say, I'm like hot to the touch. You could tell that I'm like, Bear, listen to burning me. Burning up. Do you remember? Think about, think about the, the feeling of the summer breeze on your skin when we were out exploring do you remember 
the sun and the sound of the birds. Do you remember? Do you remember when we met and you rescued me from those wolves? Yes. When she starts talking about the sun and the summer wind, you both get an intense pulse of heat from the amber shrine. Uh, like as if an explosion has gone off and the rippling uh, sensation of smolders has like washed over you momentarily. Gosh, I'm just going to still in complete control. I'm just going to. OK, how go ahead far are they from this stone right now? Uh, bear is probably less than 10 feet. It's not a big room. Shit. And Beatrice also. Beatrice is five feet from him, five feet from the door. Ten feet. So from. bear is closer. It's basically door, B, bear, space. At this point, I shrine. think I'm also going to go in the room. I start hearing things, I assume. Yep. I'm going to position myself so that, yeah. I'm going to position myself so that I am, like, in the backside of the room. Is there a space behind this stone? No. No. It's far in the alcove of the shape of the room there's really there's really only like a 10 foot square in the middle and then a 10 foot square of the entryway is there any way that i can position myself behind bear like get close between him and the stone without getting too close to the stone within five feet you would you would kind of both you would be adjacent to both of them but you wouldn't be between them uh heinrich who is outside of the room with selena still uh, at his little little bit of distance, just leans over and goes, "This is absolutely what I was talking about." Absolutely, just totally <laughs> yeah, not gonna, ready actually for this. Gonna, as the last person to decide what to do, I was literally going to ask, "What's he fucking doing?" <laughs> Heinrich. Yeah. Yeah, he's just watching. I'm going to look at him and be like, "What do you know about this?" Oh, I know that it's absolutely not something to be trifled with. Like these rooms, like specifically these. Like yeah, I said you know don't go to those over there because it's like protected and stuff. But this is like. I figured I didn't really need to mention it because it was just like, whoa, super, super bad. I'm looking at I, in hindsight. In hindsight, you know, maybe I should have. Uh, it's fine. Well, how did you avoid it? You, just, you really don't go in. Don't don't make any sort of agreements to any thing. Any all powerful beings. <laughs> I'm gonna roll my eyes and it's the pretty back of simple, my head. really. I mean. I'm gonna be like, of course they did. <laughs> you know, they really and he he leans in. And he, you know, really, what they they don't teach enough is the power of saying no. You know, it just, it really will take you a great, great distance. From I'm just going to be like, hey, man. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I learned how to say no quite recently, in fact. Um, I'm going to look at B and and Bear and Aval, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, did y'all make any deals? <laughs> I'm going to be like, just, what's compelling you to do this right now? Like, why? I'm just going to be like, like, completely like trying anything I can to try to like get bear out of whatever I think that he's in, which is I, I, I would assume that Selena because of her specific like experience in her vision knows that there was an option for a deal. At this point, you could probably infer with what is being said and kind of happening and what Heinrich is, in, is kind of insinuating. It's not, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility I'm to like, the exact nature. You don't know, but. I'm like, as, you know, Charlie being privy to all the information, but like with Selena in mind, like I feel like she'd figure it out by now. Yeah. Very, very plausible. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Just, I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, what kind of deal did you make? What What are you doing? Where, what, stop touching this. This isn't a good idea is basically like the lines among what I am trying to get through. 
What's everybody inside the room doing? I'm just, I'm just I'm holding on to B, and I'm like super, like I'm. You can tell I'm like sweating and like freaking out, and I'm like super intensely staring like at her and like past her, and you can see like a little bit of fear in my eyes, and I'm like B, Wait. get me out of I'm here. I'm gonna, I fuck it. I'm gonna go between Bear and the Stone. I don't care if I'm close to it. Moving it further in the room. Bear, this stone will bring you ruin. It's temptation. In your visions, if you made a deal of any sort, this is that manifesting. You have to break out of it. You, you don't understand. I can't say no. Then I'll make you. This is too important. Then I'll make you. And I'm going to cast fear on Bear. What saving throw is that? That is a mm. wisdom 17. Four. Oh boy. My goal is to get him out of this room through fear. I mean, yeah. You are frightened of Valen, and while frightened by the spell, a creature must take the dash action and move away from you by the safest available route on each of its turns. <laughs> so, essentially, uh, you see Valen, he says this, he casts a spell, and then you have this like wave. In the meantime, out. I'm probably going to yell at Selena and Heinrich to position themselves in like to get in the way of the other two pathways. Yeah. But yeah. I do start running straight towards them and I bust through them. <laughs> like a... So as you're getting to the threshold, which is maybe only like five, ten feet a minute, I need you to make one more constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Can I? Mm, I Do I have bonus actions right now? Are we like Bardic? I, w- I want to Bardic inspire him. You can do that. That gives you, hold on, it gives you a D8 to an ability check roll or saving throw. Well, at disadvantage, I rolled two 16s and plus three, it's 19, but I'm still going to use the Bardic Inspiration to make it a 26. Wow. (laughs) Um, As you are running, uh, you feel that chain is tugging you back like it's it hasn't been holding you or pulling you but at this moment you are now fighting the force of it connecting you to this shrine and it is not a metal that is just attached to you it's a metal that's burned into your very chest and as you turn and it is pulling out of your back you can feel this like molten core of something deep inside of you and as you hit the threshold and that chain goes taut it feels like something is essentially ripping out of you. You take oh boy. 19 points of fire damage. And as you're leaving the threshold, the voice that you were hearing before breaks out of the swell and it is just a no. And everyone in the everyone else in the room can hear that, but as Bear crosses the threshold, it gets cut until everyone else in the room hears it cut and just hears the murmuring now. As you exit the threshold and you stand out in the room, you take several more paces. You're still frightened. Yeah, I'm gonna so turn the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I want to frighten, like, position myself to frighten him back into the main room. Well, he's in the hallway. Oh, okay. And you can't catch up to him. His even even out of that, because the hallway, the hallway, did the hallway have a bunch of other doors? It had one. If you're walking out of this room that Bear was in, there's one close to the left, and then along the same wall, there's two more doors, a stairway, and then. Along the other end cap, there's another door. But at this moment, he's just going 35. Okay. Well, I guess a dash, so he's going 70. No. Yeah. I am following to see 
what the effects are if that worked. But ah. I'm not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> you break out of the room, and I will say, in fear is a concentration, so you could drop it. I'm going to drop it at a point where he is at least 100 feet away from that room. I want to get far the fuck away from whatever's going on in there. You would give him another half round, and he would make it almost to the end of the hallway by the stairs. Then I'm, and then I'm going to drop it there. Uh, Bear, as you come to your senses and you realize that like you were magically afraid, and you kind of like take a couple paces just to slow down, you realize that there's like an empty, cold feeling in your entire body. Not just because you've been separated from the group and the ring of warmth, which the whole area is very cold. There's like a chilling sensation in your sternum that's like, uh, it's it's disgust- like it leaves you feeling gross. Just kind of empty is really the best way I can surmise it. Um, I, I just like collapse like on hands and knees and I'm just like breathing heavy and like just at the bottom of the stairs, just like <laughs> um, losing it. I am going to be following B. Mm-hmm. And once she catches up to bear um is a volan heading towards us i'm going to keep a bit of a distance from y'all like probably 15 to 20 feet away i want it, i want bear to compose himself and be around people that he wasn't immediately fearful of for a bit <laughs> okay i'm walking up and immediately casting zone of truth okay <laughs> oh boy so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Beatrice, Bear, and Selena to make a charisma saving throw. And Selena? This ought to be she's interesting. In a, she's in <laughs> I don't lie. And you can deliberately you can deliberately fail the check if you would like. I rolled an eight. Eleven. D- is Selena aware if we pass or failed? Correct. Hmm. <laughs> I rolled a 19. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> God damn. But I think I will let it pass. I will consider it, but I'm going to intentionally fail it. Okay. Noble of you. Cool. Uh, Heinrich is hanging out with a Valen who is back towards the other end of the room, so you're not in this. And Heinrich leans into you and goes, I mean, honestly, I thought you guys were going to be exciting, but the drama. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's an intensity <laughs> to him normal. I did not know existed. <laughs> uh, okay, so everyone, uh, Selena, Beatrice, Bear, you're all under the um, the effects of Zone of Truth, and Selena is aware that everyone is under the effects. Me and Heinrich have like popcorn. Um, <laughs> you cannot deliberately lie, but you can avoid answering questions. Listen, I didn't want to do this, but it feels like, Bear, you maybe. Well, first of all, are you in pain, Dean? Do you need anything? I'm all right. Is you you you've suffered like actual damage, but like is it visually damage? No, you don't really see anything. Okay, well, I'm, cool. I'm bleeding a little bit. I mean, there's <laughs> I, I was the previously layer. damaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that particular thing that just happened doesn't cause like a scar. Or there's a there's nothing extra from what there was before. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I am like clutching at my chest though. I'm like feeling it. Okay. Um, I am gonna use also. Well, don't if don't 
it may be concentration. So I know. No, actually, it's not. It's just lasts for 10 minutes. I'm going to use healing word as well. But y'all have to tell me what's going on right now. Because it seems like you both want to be here. And it's obviously not somewhere you need to be, especially with Bear just now trying to touch that thing. And I feel like you guys might have made deals. I was given an option for one when I was in my dream. And I would like to know if everyone else here was given that option. I was given an option. And did you say yes? It wasn't really a verbal yes or no. I'm going to turn around and be like, B? I... I did not want to be in that room. I just was chasing after Bear. I don't know. I know he's been hiding something. Yes, he burst into flames. Of course, that's unusual. But yeah, I mean, I and I don't know what you saw. I had a memory or a flashback of my home. It was I, I had a memory, too. It was a happy. It was a happy, happy thing. Same. I was with my friends again. It wasn't a deal with the devil. Well, of course not. And making a deal is not always, it doesn't seem bad. And I'm going to look at Avalon and I'm going to like yell over at Avalon and be like, you want to join us? (laughs) I'm going to get close to the point where I'm not in the zone of truth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here, but I can tell you I had a deal in my vision as well. I turned it down. And if any of you had any sense, you would see that this is the same thing that Strahd went through. The very same temptation. The very same fate that Bear was about to experience. Sometimes when you need something bad enough, the ends are justified. To what end, Bear? Whatever it takes. What do you need? A miracle. For who? For who? You? People you care about? Me. for, For my people. For everyone. What happened to your people? Nothing yet. But you know something. I nod. Something you feel like you can't stop? Does it have to do with Strahd? No. It's completely unrelated? Yeah. Did you come to Barovia looking for that? I didn't come here intentionally, but that's been on my mind. B, how much did you know about this? I... I I mean, that's... That's... That's all true. I know... We've, we've been traveling together for years. There's nothing surprising about that. We both stumbled into this place. And what do you need? I... I'm... Nothing like that. I don't, I don't need a miracle. I'm just out here for my own selfish ambitions and wandered into this place and I'm trying to do some good here, right? You're trying to do some good here. Yes, aren't we all? I know we are, but it's clear that secrets are being kept by all of us. And at that moment, I'm going to step into the zone of truth, and I'm going to deliberately fail. Okay. I came here in pursuit of my mother. One way or another, I'm going to get her and myself out of here. I hope the same for all of you, because you've become dear companions and friends to me. That is all that I have to do in Barovia. I have not kept any secrets from you. I haven't really kept any secrets either. However, I had to keep a secret in order to protect myself in the beginning, but I never intentionally lied about anything. 
And do you remember your past lives? No. Do you know anything about that that you're not telling us? No. I wish I did. It would be easier if I did, but I don't. What do you think is going on with you? I think that I have a lack of free will, and I'm looking for it. Is Strahd controlling you? No, but I don't think that my life is my own, and that's why I ran away. And that's why I made my original deal. What would your fate have been if you stayed? Wait, original deal? Yeah, the one with the... Well, you knew me as... Selena, because it was a name I chose, and that appearance was given to me by the witch, by Babala Saga. And you did that willingly? I did it because I had been trapped in my room, in my home, for years, because something had happened to me with Strahd, and my dad knew about it, and he locked me in the house and wouldn't let me leave. And I didn't know what had happened, except that I had marks on my neck and that he was not a good person and I didn't want to be involved with it. And that's pretty much it. My assumption is that trauma of what happened to me made me forget, but I don't know for sure. Are there like blocks of your memory that you don't remember? Correct. How big of gaps? Nights, one day, two. Before we met? Yeah, that was when Strahd bit me, apparently. And I don't know why he's interested in me, but he is. And now I kind of know why, because we saw his past. But other than that, um, my dad has literally kept me locked away because of that. Is there anything that you cannot tell us that won't put your life in jeopardy as a result? There is nothing that I know that I am not explaining to you within my conscious being right now. I don't know anything else. All right. Valen, do you like that hat that I made you? <laughs> I love it dearly, Bear. Oh. It's one of the good. most cherished gifts I've ever received. It's like one of the coolest things I've ever made, so. I'm honestly impressed with your craftsmanship. Well,. I had a guy do it, but, you know. Well, the thought still counts. We high five. <laughs> In that moment, uh, the 10 minutes of Zone of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Way to leave off on a wholesome note. <laughs> Over the shoulder of Selena, look at the, the strange man who's been following us. Yeah, Heinrich is just, like, leaning in on his staff. His hands overlapped in his, his head. He's like watching a soap Russian. opera. He's just, but yeah, he's just watching. He's enthralled. <laughs> he's not saying a thing. I, as that banter's happening, I think B, who I imagine like ran and like skidded to her knees like beside Bear who, and is like still there, just like is looking down at her hands, slowly tearing up. It's interesting that you mentioned that because um, you hear a voice in your head just randomly just like out of nowhere just kind of clicks and it's a familiar voice uh it's me again just checking in on you uh if you're even getting these um day's almost over so spare uh spell slots you know the drill yep and this is the distinct feeling of ascending uh, spell where you are the target you are aware that you can reply 
Nobody else hears this, I assume. Yeah. It is in Beatrice's head. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> that came through on the message. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh man, wait, oh jeez. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna look around at everyone and I'm gonna say, we need to help each other. And be honest with each other. We can only help each other if we're honest, and I tried to be honest with you guys. I hope you realize that now. Do I notice B tearing up? <laughs> or just sitting know, there like I'm contemplating freaking out? What I should do? <laughs> uh, roll, roll a percep, roll a perception check, quick. It's like my eyes are just like darting back and forth. Fourteen. Like, yeah, I'm like, B, are you okay? But you were like, you're like, like, so in focus and like, panicking. I'm probably just gonna look at B because I know something's up and I'm waiting for her to say something. I will say that, yeah, time is slowed in this moment. I'll give you that. Thank you. I mean, okay, for table talk, B is just trying, after that conversation, what's happened with Bear and things actually like talking about the different things we went through, I think B is just going back and forth on whether or not this is real. That's why she's hesitating right now. And also, like, that was, like, the moment of her looking at her hands, like, is this all just deeply fake? And, um... I, I mean, I will so, say whether this leans you one way or the other, it is as genuine as right. that voice has ever sounded to you. Right. It's not, I mean, it's, it's hitting your mind in the same way. Hmm. Doodle, did you ever roll for the heal that you cast on me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said... It? Um, it was like six. I think as in that moment as it slows down, I think B's going to think like that it doesn't add up that like this in all of this time now would be like the t- the time that he would reach out and this can't be actually him. This is just mind games. Of this place. So she's going to not reply and ball her little hands into fists and like look at Selena and make eye contact. Selena, is there anything that you can do about a deep curse or something that we talked about when my magic was broken all those days ago? Can you do anything? Can Mother Knight do anything? Honestly, I have a few ideas now compared to a few days ago as to something we could try um, and see. I would need a day to prepare it. Beal just nod. But if you want answers, we can look for answers. I don't know if you're still hurt from that or if it's still affecting you, but it's definitely something that's been weighing on my mind as well that we couldn't figure it out. Yeah, Bear's just looking at you confused, like, I thought we just fixed this, you know? And B will read that question um, in his eyes and say, I I think the deal I made was to fix it. Your your hands. But, but something, my hands, but some something's, I don't think something's, I, I feel a pull in this place too. And I, I, hearing all of you, I, I don't think it was real. And I, it was definitely much more innocuous and in that way, all the more cruel perhaps. Yeah. 
but I, I, I want to try that. Okay. So we, we, we need to focus. We need to get out of here. You're right. Yes. We can't befall the same fate that Straw did. Not like Straw did. And Avalon just kind of like repeats that to himself and like looks down on the ground. And I think he just walks out into the main room again. I don't think he's bothering with this hallway anymore. Moment passes as Avalon begins to walk off. Voice comes again. Just miss hearing your voice. Unless you've been getting these the whole time, which would be really embarrassing for me. Uh, I'm sure you're fine. You're fine. That's where the sending message stops. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs>